from The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Wednesday, August 30. Former ACT Chief Prosecutor Shane Drumgold will take legal action against the inquiry that he says cost him his job. Inquiry Chair Walter Sofronoff KC found that Drumgold acted unethically during the rape trial of former Liberal staffer Bruce Lehrman. But Drumgold says he'll challenge that finding, as well as his termination by the ACT government, in court. 40%. That's how much we could be saving on airfares, according to Virgin Chief Executive Jane Herdlicker. But it all hinges on Qatar Airways being allowed to schedule more flights into Australia. And the government is staying mum on the airline's application to beef up its offering. We'll know the date of the referendum on an Indigenous voice to Parliament in just a few hours. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will make the announcement in the Adelaide suburb of Elizabeth today. In this episode of The Front, how South Australia could swing the vote and why Noel Pearson thinks Australians will vote yes. It was a Wednesday and I was buying a piñata for my son's birthday party. (laughs) Then the voice came over the PA and it was like a standard welcome to country at first. But then it went from saying, oh, you know, we acknowledge the Ghana people are the traditional custodians of the Adelaide Plains. Then it said, later this year, Australians have a chance to vote uh, in a referendum enabling a voice to Parliament. And we at Big W believe that the yes vote should prevail. That's David Penberthy. He's the Australian's South Australia correspondent and a former editor of the Daily Telegraph. These days, he hosts a talkback radio show on the state's 5AA network. Dave's talking about an experience he had in a Big W store a little while back. What he heard was an endorsement of the yes vote for an Indigenous voice to Parliament. And I was standing next to this old guy, probably very similar to a lot of the oldies in in places like Elizabeth, because it was school holidays and he was buying some pencils for his grandkids. (laughs) And he just looked at me and he goes, for God's sake. <laughs> I just thought it's one of those micro moments that tells a much bigger story. The announcements didn't last much longer. Big W pulled them from stores across the nation, citing feedback from both its customers and employees. That bigger story Penbo is talking about is the failure of big corporates to engage people on The Voice in a way that feels genuine. I actually think that that showy corporate stuff is one of the biggest enemies of the yes vote. And there's a big chance that this campaign is going to go down in flames courtesy of a group of highly paid, well-meaning white people. The way to win it is to talk about it in a practical sense. I think having some prominent Indigenous people who are loved in the community, getting more of them involved in it would have been a good thing. Maybe we're going to see more of that happening over the coming weeks, but... The thing is, most of us now, particularly in the cost of living context, associate big companies with paying more for stuff. It feels like the yes vote's being lost one painted aeroplane at a time. What Pinbo's talking about here is a decision by Qantas to adorn a handful of its planes with the Yes 23 campaign logo. Here's Prime Minister Anthony Albanese at the launch. Those planes that travel round Australia with the big R for recognise is a reminder that this is the destination, the journey of which began a long time ago. 
it's preachy. It's hard to swallow when you're copping it in the hip pocket so much. So I, I think the corporate stuff is actually going to come to be regarded as one of the great failures of this campaign, particularly when so many companies have sheepishly walked away from what they were doing, a la Big W, with their in-store announcements. Pimbo's one of Australia's most respected and most liked journos. He hosts Adelaide's top-rating breakfast program, which is full of freewheeling chat about footy, politics and everything else. Classic Latino macho idiot, that guy, doesn't yeah, he? he does. Good yeah. on your running. Thanks, boys. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5 AA Breakfast. Penbo describes his audience as outer suburban battlers. And he says ground zero for his audience is the suburb of Elizabeth in Adelaide's north. It's the kind of suburb now you could very fairly describe it as gritty. It has a very high proportion of people on welfare. It has a very high proportion of blue-collar workers. It has a very high proportion of aged pensioners, many of whom hail from England. It was where a lot of 10-pound poms came out in the 50s and 60s when they made their home in Australia. It's the exact kind of suburb where people are saying the one thing the Yes Camp fears the most, which is everything that I'm paying for costs so much more than it does power bills, food, rent, mortgages. And these are the very people who think that The Voice is a huge waste of time and money that has no relevance to their lives. And that's why Elizabeth is an interesting choice for today's big newsmaking event. The Prime Minister, along with a band of Yes campaigners, will descend on Elizabeth to formally announce the date of The Voice referendum. It's widely speculated to be October 14. Our audience, it's almost like the ABC's audience in reverse. Our audience is Elizabeth. They're non-trendies. If they're going to see something at the Adelaide Festival Theatre, it's Mary Poppins, not some New York performance artist doing a weird installation. They're the people with the least money and the hardest questions. I reckon on our station, the no vote would be at least 60%. So in that sense... The Yes campaign is going to the sort of, in a, in a tactical sense, the heart of darkness. Despite that, the Yes campaign believes South Australia, and particularly Adelaide, a rich territory, along with their other targets, Western Australia and Tasmania. That's where the Yes campaign believes there are significant groups of committed Yes voters or undecideds who can be won. SA is actually a really smart state for the Yes campaign to go after because they've got a head start here because it, it is a very small L liberal town. It's historically been very moderate, very arty, very European, big wine and food culture. But the thing is, when you get away from the organic farmers markets in the Adelaide Hills and you get away from the inner city suburbs and you start getting out to the, the housing trust areas, the houses made out of concrete cinder block, the small-level liberalism is much harder to find. In South Australia, the Yes campaign's biggest asset is the Labor Premier, Peter Malinowskis. Men and women of Labor, to the people of South Australia, I stand here with my feet firmly on the lands of the Ghana people. He's a very old-fashioned right-wing Labor leader, came up through the Catholic-linked Shoppies Union, 
under the tutelage of Don Farrell, and he has got no interest in crafting a message for the people who go to WOMAD. He's trying to win it in suburban shopping malls and at street corner meetings in suburbs such as Croydon, which is in his electorate, you know, in the, in the western suburbs. Malinowskis is one of several leaders Penbo's interviewed for a big piece in The Australian Today. He said that the surest way to ensure that the yes vote fails is to tell people who are voting no that they're racist or they're ignorant. And that it's only when you explain what he regards as the modesty of this proposal, namely an advisory body which the parliament can say thanks or no thanks to the advice that it gets. It's only there to try to get better policy outcomes, not just for Aboriginal people, but for all people. He's taking a really modest, centrist approach. And, you know, it's not about people sitting around singing uh, From Little Things, Big Things Grow by Paul Kelly. It's about going to Westfield malls on the outer edges of Adelaide and saying to people who go, mate, I just paid $9.50 for a punnet of blueberries. Why are we talking about this crap? So he's got the right political wiring to try to get to those people. The question is whether there's enough time left. Personally, I don't think there is. While I've got you, we've got a special event coming up on September 5 in Sydney for our subscribers. We're bringing you Yes campaigner and Indigenous leader Noel Pearson on stage with our editor-in-chief Michelle Gunn and me. There'll be drinks and canapes and you'll get the chance to ask Noel your questions. In just a moment, you'll hear why Noel Pearson thinks Australians will vote yes. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for CrimeX Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime. Up to this point, the Yes campaign has been a celebrity-free zone. It's a curious choice. Initially, there was talk of Indigenous superstars like Jessica Malboy and Buddy Franklin being front and centre. That changed, and the Yes campaign has focused much more on kitchen table conversations and direct advocacy rather than flash campaigns. One of the most prominent voices has been Noel Pearson, who's a sort of intellectual rock star of Aboriginal Australia. He's a Gugu Yimafir man from far north Queensland, and he's a lawyer by training whose work has ranged from helping negotiate the Commonwealth's native title legislation to transforming the lives of young people through his work in education. Penbo's spoken to Noel for his story that's live now at theaustralian.com.au. I'd say he seems nervous. I think he's worried about the result. We had him on the show last Monday. He was trying to make that point in the cost of living context, and he actually made a good point, which is, well, talk about cost of living, go to Cape York. You know who are bearing the brunt of the cost of living crisis? It's remote communities. You buy a bottle of milk for nine bucks. 
Mm. in some of the communities in Cape York. You know, your money doesn't go very far. And remember, Australians might have a myth that Aboriginal people get double or triple welfare. No, it's the same price as everybody else. And you're trying to make a new start allowance cover your food for the week. So Indigenous people really empathise and understand the struggle that their fellow Australians are going through because they're at the forefront of it. Noel Pearson says it's unfortunate the referendum vote is not being held at a time of economic prosperity. But he says the Yes campaign has to persuade voters now, even when power bills and petrol prices are causing genuine hardship for First Nations people and everyone else. It is a hard time. It is a dark time in the economy. But um, we're asking Australians to really empathise. We're all in the dark time including the Aboriginal people. And, and what we're going to do here is not recreate a new bureaucracy. We want the bureaucracy and the funding that already is applied to Indigenous people to go to those communities and to be more effective and more productive. You know, we don't need more money in, in Indigenous affairs. We need to spend the money better hmm. and on the things that are really going to lift Aboriginal children to a better future. Dave couldn't resist asking Noel about a really practical impact. Noel, just finally, I'm sure you're a, being a Queenslander, you're probably a rugby league man, but I'm just wondering, will the voice to Parliament have the power to overturn really bad AFL umpiring decisions? Um, <laughs> uh, we'd be amenable to that. Yeah. <laughs> so if, you want, if you want to say on air that the Adelaide Crows were robbed, I reckon support of the voice will go up 5%. Absolutely. <laughs> Noel Pearson was speaking to the Australian's South Australian correspondent, David Penfield. You can follow the referendum date announcement live today at theaustralian.com.au. I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.